Howdy and hello everybody, it's your host Max G here, we got a lot to talk about and all the time in the world to talk about it. We've made it to the Sweet 16 of March Madness, we're going to get all that and a whole lot more in this week's edition of Maximum Volume. So, we will start with the aforementioned Sweet 16 and we begin with the men's March Madness, we will give... Uh, the women some love later, but we start first with uh, what happened with the men's tournament. Well, Oral Roberts happened, uh, nation's top leading scorer on their team. Uh, they beat The Ohio State University, then they would beat Florida to make it to the Sweet 16 to become the second ever 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16. North Texas managed to beat Purdue, which uh, was shocking to me. In round one, hey, round two, Loyola Chicago beats the Fighting Illini. My pick to win was already out in the second round. We had Oregon State beat Tennessee, then Oklahoma State to make it to the Sweet 16. Honestly, unsurprising to me there, at least when it came to Tennessee. I I felt Tennessee was a bit overrated when they somehow managed to lose to Kentucky. You know, Tennessee isn't a very good team. Hey, Syracuse, by the way, beat San Diego State, a team I had going very far. They would then beat West Virginia to make it to the Sweet 16. Abilene Christian managed to beat Texas. Uh, then Texas head coach, instead of being fired, took the Marquette job, so good on him. Uh, UCLA beat Michigan State, then beat BYU, then beat Abilene Christian to make it to the Sweet 16, which was... Entertaining. We had Oregon, by the way, uh, not playing VCU due to COVID. That, that's the only game so far that has had to be uh, canceled with Oregon then beating Iowa in the second round to make the Sweet 16. Then USC managed to beat Kansas in the second round, which was... Was it a shock? I really don't know. Anyway, it would be Oregon-USC for the Sweet 16. Then finally, Ohio beat Virginia. In the first round and would end up losing to Creighton. So, we talked about it. Those were kind of the big upsets through rounds one and two. Here's the Sweet 16 officially. We have Villanova, the five seed, taking on the number one seed, Baylor. We have 15 seed of Oral Roberts, taking on Arkansas. Number 12 seed of Oregon State, taking on the number eight seed of Loyola Chicago. And uh, then the number 11 seed of Syracuse takes on the number two seed of Houston. Number 11 seed of UCLA takes on Alabama. Florida State ranked 4th takes on number 1 Michigan. Number 1 Gonzaga will face Creighton. And Oregon will face USC. And a game that I'm looking forward to. I think that's going to be a good one. So, we're looking through the whole tournament. And uh, honestly, this is one I did not expect to see at all. I mean, who would have had... The great run of Oral Roberts. Who would have had Ohio, Illinois, and really the Big Ten just managing to implode uh, during this tournament? I know I didn't. So, it's been a fun one. really has. Now, I, I definitely missed March Madness last year. I did not miss getting all my brackets wrong, though. My bracket was horrible this year. It really was. Well, let's go to the women's side of things. Uh, honestly, there haven't been really that many major upsets, uh, at least through round one and round two. I mean, heck, on day one, we didn't have any team that was a uh, lower seed get a victory, so there were technically no upsets. Day two, we managed to have 
Wright State beating Arkansas, which was good for Wright State. You know, they're a lower uh, tier conference team in, the, I believe, the Horizon League, and uh, they would manage to win their very first March Madness game, so good on them. And uh, really, there were no other upsets, at least three round number one. Round two, uh, we had a couple. You know, we managed to have uh, a very talented Oregon team beat number three, Georgia. I mean, you know, Sabrina Unescu came from Oregon. They obviously have some good coaching there. We also managed to have uh, Georgia Tech ranked fifth beat West Virginia ranked fourth. Number 60, Texas beat UCLA in a good one. Uh, Maryland, this wasn't an upset, but rather Maryland has managed to score 198 points through their first games, which is great for them. We had the number 12 seed of Belmont, by the way, beating Gonzaga in round one. They would ultimately lose to IU in the second round. So IU already having a great season for them. They made the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history. Good on them. Michigan uh, managed to beat Tennessee. Michigan ranked 6th over number 3 ranked Tennessee. Iowa ranked 5th beat number 4 Kentucky. I think I had Kentucky going a little farther than that. I knew they were a good team. So here's your sweet 16 for the women's side of things. UConn, Syracuse caused UConn to face Iowa. Then we had Michigan, Baylor, NC State, Indiana, Arizona, Texas A&M, Texas, Maryland, that's going to be a fun one, South Carolina, Georgia Tech, Oregon, Louisville, and Stanford, Missouri State. Imagine if Stanford manages to lose in the Sweet 16 to Missouri State. That would be, that would need to, that'd probably be the biggest upset, I'd say, of the tournament so far. Not Wright State being Arkansas, but Stanford, we've shown that they're a great team. Having them lose would be a major, major upset. So though that so far is your men and women's tournaments. By the way, I got UConn winning the women's side of things. And uh, for the men's, honestly, I'm just going to go Baylor. I mean, at this point, who knows? I can't choose Gonzaga with good faith, though, just because Gonzaga. Yes, I know they're undefeated, but they play in the West Coast Conference. It's not exactly like that's a uh, top level conference and if you want to be a good team you got to face frankly you got to face good teams and that's really not what Gonzaga has done thus far well we had NFL free agency updates it's that time of year Broncos by the way signed Bears cornerback Kyle Fuller to a one-year deal I know the Broncos needed the cornerback so good on them the Giants they signed Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay to a four-year, $72 million deal. T.Y. Hilton, he re-signed with the Colts for one season, rejecting an offer from the Baltimore Ravens that was worth more money. What did the Ravens do since they couldn't get T.Y. Hilton? They got Sammy Watkins. Emmanuel Sanders signed a one-year deal with the Bills. I, I really don't know what's happened with my man Emmanuel. You know, he was on the Broncos. He did good for the first few seasons. It kind of dropped off. Then he goes to. Yeah, then he goes to the 49ers. Then he goes to the Saints. And now he's on the Bills. Falcons, by the way, signed running back Mike Davis for two years. 
conference rival. And interestingly enough, Mike Davis was the guy who replaced Christian McCaffrey as the number one option uh, when it came to being a running back. So good on Mike Davis. Rashad Higgins signed a one-year deal with the Browns. Browns, man, they're looking like they can be a good team this year. Then Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco signed a one-year deal to be the Ravens, excuse me, rather the Eagles' backup, who's a MVP with the Ravens. And there is uh, your free agency news for the always entertaining NFL. Well, for the NBA, we managed to have LaMelo Ball. He is for sure out for the rest of the season, rookie of the year candidate. Is it like Zion last year, where Zion only played 26 games and people, he, he was doing good, but he only played 26, so he shouldn't be rookie of the year? Or is it like different for LaMelo? Because he's going to, you know, he's going to be missing a lot of games. You know, he just started the second half of the season and he was. Sh- the clear-cut favorite to be a rookie of the year, so I really don't know what the, the NBA is going to do. If it was me, I would not give him rookie of the year just because he missed so many games. But th- that's just me. We also managed to have LeBron James get hurt. and So LeBron James goes down with an ankle injury, and then Lakers lose to the Atlanta Hawks. Got hurt during the game, leaving the second quarter. Uh, Woj has reported he has a high ankle sprain. He's out indefinitely. I still have no idea when he comes back. I really don't. So, trade deadline was March 25th. Here's all that happened. Well, I mean, we had a total of 16 teams involved uh, with 46 players. So, who really knows? Uh, so, truly, this won't be everything that happened that day, but here's kind of the main one. So, J.J. Redick says, So long, New Orleans. I am a Dallas Maverick now. Rockets traded Victor Oladipo to the Heat for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk and a 2022 first rounder. Unsurprising there, uh, Victor Oladipo. It was well known that when he was in Indiana, he wanted to go to the Heat. He gets shipped to Houston and that large deal that was like four teams, he isn't really happy there. Rockets managed to lose 20 straight. Then he's like, I'm going to Miami. So good on uh, Victor, I guess, there. Well, guess what, Lou Williams? You get to enjoy Atlanta a lot more. He is now an Atlanta Hawk in a trade with Rajon Rondo. By the way, uh, I talked about him in the beginning of the pre-agency is what I call it, you know, when they uh, have all these guys signed, but did you guys know that John Rondo was a uh, hawk? I knew he wasn't on the Lakers anymore, but I I had no idea where he went. I really didn't. I, I forgot that he was an Atlanta Hawk. Now he's an LA Clipper. 76ers got George Hill from Oklahoma City for three players and two f- future second round picks in a three-team deal that also sent Austin Rivers to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Norman Powell traded from the Toronto Raptors to Portland for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. Uh, really what happened to Norman Powell? I think he had the one good year during that championship run. He kind of stepped up. But uh, he, he was kind of quiet, I feel, for Toronto this year. Or should we call them Tampa? Because they really haven't been Toronto this year. They've been in Tampa for most of the year. Orlando has decided to blow up their entire team. They sent Aaron Gordon to Denver for two other players. They sent Evan Fournier. Fournier. Uh, Guys, 
I'm not going to lie to you. I'm horrible at names. I can even look them up, how to say it, and I'll still botch them. So Evan Fournier. Uh, I just know him as that uh, tall Evan guy on Orlando. Well, he is now a Boston Celtic. The Bulls, by the way, got Nikola Vucevic uh, from Orlando for Otto Porter and Wendell Carter Jr. and two future first-round picks. And uh, what's happening with Orlando? Why did they blow up their team? I have no idea there. I really don't. So who knows? Who knows there? Well, we end this week's episode with combat news of the week. According to the camp of Evander Holyfield, uh, Mike Tyson rejected a $25 million fight on May 29th at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. The two sides had been talking since Tyson's exhibition fight against Roy Jones Jr. Uh, Mike Tyson also said he no longer wants to work with uh, that Triller company that he did with uh, Roy Jones Jr. He wants to work for his own company now, so I guess there goes Snoop Dogg. Announcing Mike Tyson fights. I don't know. Also, uh, does anyone know what's happened with Floyd Mayweather and... Uh, was it Logan or Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah. I know it got postponed, but what's the latest on that? Yes, I know we're talking about that. And we're supposed to be a credible one. But truly... What's going on? I really don't know. UFC 260, by the way, this Saturday, March 27th. The main event is a rematch of Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight title. It's going to be a fun one at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. The last fight was in 2018 with Francis Ngannou managing to lose. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Francis hasn't lost since that fight. And uh, it's clearly shown that he is one of the best heavyweight fighters in UFC. So... We end this week's episode. Thank you for listening. If you want to email the show, it's MaximumVolumePodcast at gmail.com. My Twitter is MaxGSports. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Good Pods, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and wherever else you find this show. Peace, everybody. We will see you not next week, but the week after. I'm spending my spring break in the great state of Georgia. Peace, everybody.